Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Christina Marujos, and with me today is Lead Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian to have a look at the upcoming week. And this week, Rafi, is all about the data. Let's start by having a look at the United States. We'll be getting the all-important inflation print for January on Thursday, and investors are already bracing themselves for a strong number. However, are we close to peak inflation, and how could the dollar move? Well, that is the all-important question, Christina, of course, isn't it? When will inflation peak in the U.S.? Because the how fast, how aggressive the Fed gets in terms of hiking rates, it all comes down to uh, when we're going to start to see uh, inflationary pressures uh, to ease down a bit. Uh, that's probably not going to happen in the January uh, CPI numbers. We are expecting the headline rate to go up from 7 to 7.2%, so that would be another uh, four-decade high. We might, though, see a bit of a slowdown in the month-on-month rate from 05 to 0.4%. However, the core CPI figure, uh, that's expected to jump the annual rate from 55 to 5.9%. So it looks like we still have a little bit of Way, some way to go still in terms of uh, getting convincing signs that uh, this surge in inflation uh, is coming to an end. How, however, analysts are also going to be looking at the breakdown of uh, the inflation uh, index, the, the components that make up the CPI, the consumer price index, uh, and uh, specific components that have been the worst hit from the pandemic and the supply dis- disruptions. So we might see some signs perhaps that uh, certain sectors, uh, we are seeing price pressures uh, to ease back a, a little bit. Uh, and if that were to be the case, uh, we could potentially see uh, a big boost for U.S. stocks uh, on Wall Street because um, Treasury yields would probably climb down a bit uh, from the recent highs uh, if that were to happen. On the other hand, if we were to get another upside surprise uh, in the CPI numbers, uh, that would be negative for Wall Street, but uh, positive for the dollar. Now, the dollar, of course, uh, took quite a bit of a tumble over the past week, uh, apart from the fact that we've had uh, risk appetite, which has been weighing on the dollar. We're also seeing uh, a boost for uh, other currencies, such as the euro on the back of the ECB meeting. Uh, so the strong CPI numbers next week could definitely uh, help the dollar uh, to halt its decline and potentially even uh, reverse back up again. Let's cross into the United Kingdom now, where the pound whipsawed after the Bank of England's policy meeting and the rally looks in doubt despite the expected rate hike. Can GDP numbers out on Friday provide the uh, boost for sterling? So we did indeed see a few wild swings uh, for sterling after that Bank of England meeting. Uh, So initially the pound jumped uh, after some MPC members voted for a half a point rate hike rather than the 0.25% rate hike that we got. Uh, This was completely unexpected because we hadn't had any signals uh, from the bank that some members were considering a more aggressive uh, rate increase. Uh, And just like the US, it's all about inflation uh, in the UK. Uh, And although the bank did uh, revise up its inflation forecast, Governor Bailey in his press conference uh, kind of uh, painted a very uncertain picture both on the inflation front and for the UK uh, economy. Uh, He did actually warn that inflation, although the forecast went up, he actually warned that inflation could 
fall well short of those forecasts uh, if the energy crisis were to recede. Uh, so that's why the sterling is struggling a little bit. Uh, next week's data, uh, I think a lot will depend on not so much about the quarterly print for the uh, fourth quarter of 2021, but more so on the, the December. This, we're going to get separate numbers for December as well, uh, because that's when the Omicron wave started to have quite a bit of an impact. Uh, on the UK economy and of course in other regions as well. So if the December numbers uh, are uh, rather worrying, uh, then Sterling will probably continue to struggle. On the other hand, if we see that the Omicron didn't have such a huge effect on growth after all, then that would we could potentially see uh, Sterling resume its rally. And finally, Rafi, before I let you go, New Zealand's quarterly survey on inflation expectations is out on Friday as well. What could that mean for RBNZ policymakers and of course the Kiwi? Well, this will, of course, be crucial for that RBNZ meeting coming up on February 23. Uh, and this is, of course, the RBNZ's own survey on inflation expectations. Uh, and previously, we've seen uh, that uh, they do affect uh, monetary policy. Uh, so the timing is, is of course, uh, very crucial here. Uh, we've seen over the past year inflation expectations uh, surge in New Zealand. And we get another surge uh, for the latest three-month uh, period uh, than we might see investors starting to price in a 50 basis points rate hike uh, at the February meeting. Um, on the other hand, the New Zealand dollar hasn't been doing too great lately. It has been rebounding against the US dollar, but it's been rather weak rebound compared to other currencies such as the pound, the loonie uh, and even the euro now. Uh, so if we were to see strong uh, prints in the one year and two year uh, inflation expectations that we're going to get from that survey, uh, we could potentially see the New Zealand dollar gaining a bit more positive traction than it had been recently. Rafi, it was great having you with me today. This was the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.